Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm John. I'm your game master for the evening. Uh, as, uh, as my brain just sort of seeps out my mouth uh, as I forget everything that I normally say. Uh, <laughs> that's the illithids have definitely eaten. Them. Yeah, the illithids have definitely eaten my brain. We're playing Grand Terror Shadowfront. That's the thing that I normally say at some point in time. Uh... Joining me today is Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Ghent Minar, the half-elf spellslinger. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin druid princess. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdis Stonebeard, the dwarven samurai. And Craig? Hi, I'll be playing Grumman Bellmander, uh, Way of the Drunken Master Monk, who hey. is also a dwarf. And joining us for the first time on Thursday, Camille! Hi, I'm Camille. I'm playing Annabella, the uh, Ranger Assassin. And Cody? Hi, I'm Cody. I'm playing Ithram Villar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Jeremy. Hi, uh, my name is Jeremy. I am playing uh, to start. A, I'm playing Jerissa right now, uh, Changeling Warlock. And as always, uh, remember Black Lives Matter, trans rights and human rights, fuck the cops, uh, and a variety of other things that we like to say because we are at heart a bunch of, uh, you know, crazy libs that want you to run away and hide. Uh, fuck Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just yeah. like to let people add things on at the end. Anyways, uh -huh. when last we left off, the party had found themselves in a house filled with doors. The doors being the scariest part. Fortunately, As after they a while, usually are. Fortunately, after a while, they managed to get out of the house filled with doors. Uh, at which point Titania noticed a, well, everybody noticed a big skeleton on the far wall, uh, but Titania correctly identified it uh, as a Tarrasque, well, the skeleton of a Tarrasque. And that's where we left off, and that's where we'll pick up. So Titania, 
as everyone else is just sort of like, you know, milling about, looking around, as a reminder for everyone that wasn't here last week, and also that it's been a week four. You are currently standing just outside uh, one of the door, one of the exits in the main hall of this house, of this crumbled house in the middle of the hive of ruin that you have been exploring for the past little while. Um, you found... Uh, a couple of different items uh, in various places. You you determined that the manor was once owned by a nobleman uh, whom the poor people uh, murdered and cannibalized in his cold storage uh, and uh, made your way out where you realize that there is a some sort of ancient highway or some sort of ancient road or bridge above the the house by which you are standing one of the sport one of the sport pillars. And to Tanya, you see a Tarrasque. Also, reminder for those affected by it, there is currently a curse turning three of our party members into the noblemen of said house. Yep. Yes, Gent currently, Gent currently looks like um, like if uh, um, Vigo Mortensen was a member of the Adams family. Uh, Titania currently looks like uh, uh, Morticia Adams. Uh, and Ithram currently looks like um, that Uncle Fester, Christopher Lloyd. No, it was, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was it was the other way around. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Ithram looks like Viggo Mortensen. Kent right. looks like mm-hmm. Uncle Fester. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all wearing very nice outfits, you know, and and such. But Tanya. Ooh, a Tarasque. I'm sorry. A what? A what now? Gent will turn to look. He rolled a twenty-four on his nature check. Can he ID that as well? Yeah, you can identify that skeleton as a trash okay. skeleton. Yeah. As as someone who rolled a one, or maybe a zero on his nature check last week. <laughs> there was a one. It was a two oh. down to a one. All yeah. right. Yeah, we get those all the time down here. Don't worry about it. Uh, the rest of you can roll a history check to identify what the fuck Tarask is. Titania and Gent already know what that is because they succeeded on the nature check. Yep. Grumman's pretty sure it's some kind of bug. Five! You have no idea what a Tarrasque is, Sin. Armadillo. Is that Uh, some kind of... Thirteen, still at disadvantage. Some kind of dinosaur. Uh, Valdeth, Valdeth, you also have no real idea what a Tarrasque is. Ithram, you know what a Tarrasque is. You've never seen one, but you've heard legend of these... But basically, creature and 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 get into Tanya. You know this because you succeeded the, the nature check. Uh, these are creatures. Th- these are massive primordial creatures that are said to bring basically apocalypse in their wake. Uh, nigh indestructible, nigh unkillable. Uh, the sort of thing that you know, leg- If you were to take one down, a legend would be made of you. Uh, and th- there is no current historical record of one ever being seen they've largely been sort of like uh 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 knowledge of them has largely been brought about through uh transplanter you know uh, information gathering you know it's it's mostly we know these are things that exist somewhere in the in the plains but not necessarily here we hope (laughs) type deal yeah we 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 just we just found the skull of D and D Godzilla. Except it's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whole skeleton. Out of, 
sort of like uh, just sort of like amongst the ruins around you almost kind of like it was excavated but you know how the ruins shift on their own right that's what brought down the city it's like the um it's like the armadillo underneath Taram, but bigger it's exactly what scary. i was thinking Mm-hmm. What is this great armadillo that you keep talking about? Is this something you encountered down there? No, no one's ever found it. But there is a giant armadillo that lies underneath Tram, and uh, each of the bands on the armadillo's carapace uh, corresponds to one of the tiers of the city. Mm-hmm. So, well, the miners may have found it. To pose a question to you, then, um. What is the possibility that the giant armadillo underneath Tiram is, in fact, one of these things that's asleep? Well, if you'll notice that this thing doesn't have a carapace with bands on it. I mean, it, we ha- it has a skeleton. It doesn't have anything on it right now. To be fair, all we're seeing is the skull right now, correct? We're not no, seeing you're, the rest of the you're body. Seeing, but you're, you're not seeing the full skeleton, um, but you are seeing an amount of the skeleton. You're seeing okay. enough of the skeleton to realize how big it is. <laughs> No, but but uh, armadillos are like turtles, right? And if you skeletonize a turtle, you still have the shell. You've you got know? to cook them quite differently. That's about all I know about them. But my my point being, would it truly be within the nature of someone not familiar with the things to see this fuck off monstrosity and call us a giant armadillo? <sighs> Not, Not really. There's like us. And there, there are these, distinct physiological differences between the Tarasque and the giant armadillo. These creatures yeah. are incredibly so. The fact that we're seeing this, if I feel like we, we should go to... steal some teeth. I really want to. Can we get up close to it? Is it within? Could I reach the skull? I mean, if you climbed up the wall. They have one particularly worrisome trait, though. They're incredibly hard to kill. Well, good news, then. That's been knocked out of the way for us. (laughs) You want me to go get you one of these teeth? Again, it seems like that's the sort of thing you're paying for. And technically, we're paying you to walk in front for traps, but... Well, who knows I, what there could be between here and there. I, I feel like the potential option of A, traps between here and there, and B, giant skeleton dinosaur monster potentially waking up as we get close is within the realms of what he's paid for. Mm, I don't have my thing, so I can't tell if it's undead. I, it doesn't, like... It's something that big to to be undead be a lot of magic. So yeah, we've just been around an island made of undead, very big undead, very recently, and we're looking for the thing that made that island. So you all feel the ruins around you begin to shift. I was just about to say I don't feel anything, but I feel something. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, in a barren snowscape devoid of all life and structure. There is a of a teleportation spell going off. And a figure just sort of like 
stumbles through the teleport into ankle-deep snow that they can very f- clearly feel uneven ground beneath them. Uh, Camille, describe your character and what they look like. Uh, so, Annabella is a short-ish... Uh, she's, she's on the, well, she's on the shorter side of average. Um, dark skin. She's got like green pigtails and studded leather armor um, and a bunch of arrows. Like a bunch of arrows. Um, other than that, she's, she's not... She's really kind of unassuming. Like, outside of the fact that she's armed to the teeth, there's not really a whole lot that sticks out about her. Yeah. And a bunch of arrows and a, and a bow the size of her. That's true. <laughs> there, there is the bow the size of her. It's literally the size of her. Like, she it's has like to it's, stick it on the top and shoot it. It's made, out yeah. of, it's made out of rough tree that looks like bone. Um, have I experienced this teleportation before? You have. This one was much less gentle than before. And that time you got knocked out when you landed. <laughs> Good to know. So you sort of stumble to your feet through the teleportation spell as the as your your ground hit your feet hit uneven ground and you look around and there's nothing here. And you were kind of expecting there to be something here. And as you shift your balance trying to figure out what you're standing on, you feel the ground around you shift. And you watch sort of curiously with that you know the, you know the you know the, the that feeling of when you're watching a car wreck about to happen? Not necessarily to you, but you see one car coming and you see another car coming and you're standing sort of like at the middle point and you're watching them about to hit and there's nothing you can do. Uh, So with that kind of a feeling on your face as what is very clearly a bell tower rises up out of the ground to one side of you. As the ground, as a bit of the snow breaks away to reveal uh, some sort of, like, castle battlement crumbling off to your left, as you realize you're standing on top of the Hive of Ruin. This, you know, massive conglomeration of destroyed geometry. Uh, And as the bell tower comes up, ding! Ding! You just have this brief moment in the back of your mind where it just, oh, the bell tolls for me. And you drop as the ground underneath you just opens up and you begin to fall. Go ahead and give me a uh, acrobatics check. Sorry, I'm muted. Okay, uh, rolling acrobatics. No, turn it down. So yeah, just on the left-hand side of the character sheet, just click on the word acrobatics. Yep. Yeah, I didn't have my 
I had closed my sheet. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you can. There you there's an option in Roll20 in the gear where you can uh, turn on use window pop-outs for characters. And it'll pop the character sheet out as a separate window so you can move it around without having to close it. Yes. All right. A 10. Okay. That's, that's reasonable. Uh, so yeah, you you are just doom, 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 just knocked back and forth by bits of by bits of building as you have found yourself in the middle of a changing shaft uh, as things are moving beneath you. Meanwhile, down below, uh, you watch as the wall of this ruin begins to shift as bits of bits of rubble and rock crumble off to one side, and that the head of that Tarrasque comes forward almost as if it's animated and lands on the ground in front of you. You see bits and pieces of rock and rubble falling around, collecting in new different piles as the walls around you shift. And that, uh, that, that, uh, the, the off flow of the river that you can see off to your right is suddenly blocked off as the ruin falls and the river begins to overflow into the grass. Uh, you see another tunnel sort of open up in front of you and you also hear the sound of something approaching from above. Very fast. Gens got the gun out and is just aiming for the opening to see what yep. comes through. Oh, see, we didn't even have to check for traps. It came to us. That's convenience. Yep. Blade well, operates. <laughs> So defensive stance taken, ready to cast. I want to help Grumman get a tooth. <laughs> yeah, Grumman is digging through his his uh, toolkits. Val- Valdez is just kind of standing like closer to the bridge, just sort of looking up, just watching the opening for whatever's about to be falling through it. You watch. You also notice in the river one of those large, like oily fish things begins to rear up out of the river as Grumman and Titania get close to the bridge, and then a large chunk of ruin squishes it flat into the river, followed by a humanoid figure falling okay. down oh. through that same hole. I like to think I like to think Valdeth is watching that specifically. It's like, oh yeah? Uh pff. okay, and then uh <laughs> So, sliding, sliding, or free falling? Free falling at this point as they break free of the roof. Uh, Annabella, you are now you you hit the end of this tunnel, and then there's just nothing but darkness below you, uh, and you have no idea how far you're going to drop. But it feels like more than five feet. No. Uh, Va- Valdeth looks over. Um, answer him. That's a humanoid. Slow fall, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Try to rush forward and catch them, too. Are you certain we don't want them to, to, to land so weakness as threat before offering aid? I cast Featherfall. <laughs> I sort of within six. Very well. Yeah. Yeah, you can. You just, you, they're just at the edge if of they're, it, yeah. If they're not a threat, I'd rather they not be splattered. So, yeah. Uh, Annabelle, you And then you suddenly feel yourself <clears throat> slow down as you hear sounds off in the darkness. And you slowly fall until you land on a stone of some kind. The rest of you can see that Annabella is standing, that this, that this humanoid is standing on the rock that crushed the fish. Uh, so. Greetings. Can you see? It's, it's dark down here again. I'm assuming there's not like a shaft of no, light. No, there's no shaft of light. Okay. It's pitch black. <laughs> 
Can I just say that was an absolutely fantastic way to make an entrance? I'm inclined to agree. I I don't know how I didn't fall on my face. It was quite enjoyable. Hello, I am Annabella. Uh, Greetings. We're the Steelhearts and our guide, I say, indicating to Grummond. Hello, Grummond Belminder. Not part of the official group yet. Shirt and pants don't match. Lady Titania, I was sent by your mother. (laughs) She sent me to make sure you are safe. Oh! Oh, you can all very tell very, tell very easily that she cannot see anything. Like she's just sort of talking in the direction of your voices. Um, I am thoroughly comfortable with it so far. Oh, I'll, I'll pull, light a torch. Yeah, I pull out my moon sickle, which glows slightly. I think, right? Yeah. Aldeth draws the uh, the 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 moon the the moon the moonstone gunblade, which also glows. All right. So now that there's a little bit of light, oh, that's ah, that's better. Uh, go ahead and describe to Camille what what Camille is seeing, or what Annabella is seeing, of your characters. Well, right. I'll start. Uh, Titania is a short, she's like five foot. Uh, well, Titania looks like Morticia Adams right now. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so that's, that's what you see. Never mind. I'm I was saying there's a curse happening right now. That's true. I forgot about that. Carry on. Uh, how much um, light are you emitting, William? Uh, what star metal do? I think it's twenty twenty, or is it thirty thirty? It's not thirty thirty. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, uh, sorry, a what? This, I, I forget what star metal weapons emit light as. Oh, I don't I it, know. I, it, it's either twenty twenty or thirty thirty. Then twenty twenty for sure. Yeah, I think it was twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Yes, bright light twenty, dim light twenty. Uh, who else lit something up? Grumman, Grumman lit a torch. Uh, which is 40-40, I think, aren't they? I yeah, believe I, so. Chris has moved over there just to lean. Yeah, like that. Move forward a little bit. Uh, no, torch is also 2020. Yeah. Uh, torch yeah, is also 2020? Ah! Uh-huh. Torchlight. It's different so from regular light. It's blinding is what it is. <laughs> really? It doesn't, it doesn't look blinding to me. It, like everything is very yellow. Yeah. Hang on, let's see if I can adjust it. Well, it does weird things where because I don't have, like, it, it's, it, I have a different it's, view from everyone else. It's the bright yellow in combination with, I think, the light that we already have. Yeah, I think, I think they're stacking that... up. Dynamic lighting. Uh, well, oh, John, John gets that. Make it out. like a dim orange if you have that capacity. <laughs> We've discovered fluorescent lighting in the ruins. Hey. <laughs> well, John gets that figured out. Uh, so standing sort of behind, sort of behind-ish. Valdeth from you. They're just leaning up against the wall. Uh, tall, lanky human woman. Uh, long red hair. 
about mid bag mid back length. Uh, brown eyes, uh, a firm jawline, um, wearing a, a sleeveless top, leather pants, uh, uh, high boots, a dark scarf wrapped around her shoulders, leather gloves with some stone plates on the back, and currently wielding in one sort of, sort of position, like in like almost cane like like against the ground. Uh, a great sword. Nice. Just sort of watching idly, head tilted, almost kind of curiously to see how this whole thing unfolds. I try. Um, I try to do something cool and make the torch light a color, and it didn't work. So. <laughs> that actually is much better. Okay. Yep. Does that work better? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, Valdeth is a dwarven woman of roughly this, like a little bit. Just faintly shorter than Titania, um, like by a few inches, because Titania is short for an elf and Valdis is tall for a dwarf. Um, and has this sort of very long, dark brown hair that is currently pulled back into a high ponytail that rests about mid back, even pulled up. Um, wearing the sort of very heavy, um, winter traveling uh, leathers and furs um, with the faintest hint of like uh, metal gauntlets that are uh, black steel with gold trimming and sort of red gem engravings um, with a large golden wristband uh, with red gems on the bottom of it. Uh and then in her hand is a sort of crystalline, single-bladed, uh, long, uh, long sword uh, with a, a like a chamber built into the hilt, like a rotating revolving chamber, uh, and a trigger underneath the guard. And the blade itself, being sort of crystalline, is is emitting light. Uh, her eyes are. I believe, yeah, green, like a sort of bright green eyes and looking at the rest of the group. Cody? Uh, I look like Vigo Adams. <laughs> <laughs> currently. My favorite member of the Adams family. Uh, yeah, Ghent is currently kind of sallow. Hair probably swept back over his head, receding hairline. Probably looks to be humanoid, probably human somewhere in the mid 60s age uh wearing wearing a, a pretty ornate breastplate and otherwise fairly formal wear um and he's got a pistol in his left hand yeah none of these individuals look like titania do the mushrooms <laughs> pop through the nope. the, the curse okay nope. that's fascinating yeah none of these individuals look like titania one of them definitely acknowledged being titania but none of them look like titania well and the only reason it since i since i couldn't see the only reason i would imagine no. i could reasonably guess that is because my lady teleported me and i knew that she would be teleporting me to where she knew her daughter to be yeah so i would know that one of these women was titania i didn't even i mean and not being able to see i I would just know that she was here somewhere yeah and also they introduced themselves as the steel hearts so also that has grumman been described 
No, not not yet. Gr- Grumman is a uh, um, uh, is a hill dwarf. He's uh, just an inch or two over four feet tall. He is standing nearby, um, right arm raised, holding up a a, a newly lit torch. Um, his left arm is just sort of casually at his side, thumb tucked behind one band of uh, embroidered suspenders with a snowflake, blue and white snowflake pattern going up. His shirt is kind of at this point, sort of a, a grubby, dusty, uh, sleeveless undershirt. And uh, he's wearing rugged pants with a whole bunch of pockets, uh, also probably covered with a lot of dust, rock dust and uh, some tears and uh, and dirt at this point, as well as some heavy boots. His hair is uh, is kind of a dark auburn and currently is sticking out in a bunch of directions, having recently been electrocuted. And uh, uh, as far as facial hair goes, he has a um, a waxed mustache also at this point, pointing pretty far to the left and right. And uh, but opposite um, directions. Yeah, bushy, bushy sideburns, uh, but a shaved chin. Uh, and as as, it, as people are looking around, uh, Valdeth will say, "I apologize for the um, unact it, the strange appearance of Titania Ghent and our friend, and our wizard Ithram. We're currently dealing with a curse that has uh, overridden their appearances at the moment." Don't happen ah, to have any anti-curse things. Yes, do you perhaps have the ability to remove curses? I am sorry, no. Uh, I I don't know that I don't know that your mother she would know that. Uh, that seems like the sort of thing you pr- probably don't want your mother to know. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Which of you is Hi. Lady Titania? Hi. Hello. That would be that one, dear. Uh, I she Annabella goes over to her. And Niels. Annabella, Haliyama, Kentis, the Crosi, at your service. Thank you. That last bit is to tell you that she is part of the Crosi, who are okay. effectively the spies of your, your land. Make, your, your mother's make a shadow his, agent. Make a history check, Tatania. Okay. Let's yeah. see if Tatania was paying the, attention in noble entire, class. I have a plus four. Let's see. It's <laughs> and can, Gent, can Gent make a history? Uh, yeah, you may answer check. Test as well, because he was... I might. Yes, just on. Not being native, but having, like, a strong tie to the city, could I also potentially make that? No, there's no way you could possibly know. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm t- not even going to roll. Tatanya... royal family would know that, that's it. Tatanya, you know... You know, the surname De Croce does, like, catch you for a second when you hear it, because the Croce are... You do know, the Croce are a branch of the hang on one second uh, da, 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 grab my information over here no okay uh the crossi are a branch of the ukdavi uh Ooh. the ukdavi are who the royal guards large largely the only known the only known section of the royal guards are the miyamari the or, sorry the, the the only large the only largely known section of the ukdavi are the miyamari which are the royal guards um Next to the Miyamari are the Iskateli, uh, who you do, who all of you, well, not all of you, except for Sin and Grummond, have some knowledge of the Iskateli. They are the mm-hmm. revenants. They are people who have died in service of Taram and were brought back to serve as the God Emperor's immortal soldiers. 
Um, Titania, you are the only one in the party, even with a 20 from Ghent, who knows what the Crossi are, which are, they are the, they are the hidden uh, branch of the Ukdavi. They are the spies, the assassins, the bodyguards, they are the shadows, the hands, the eyes, the ears of the royal family, specifically. Um, they serve, they basically serve only the royal family. And the Ukdavi largely could be characterized as a cult to a certain degree, uh, wherein the object of their worship is the royal family. And of the three branches of the Ukdavi, none are more uh, devoted than the Krosi. Um, they are like it's it's their it is not just their job; it is their religious calling to serve the royal family. Um, and no one but the royal family knows they exist. Okay. And that's and that's that's intentional. That mm-hmm. is that is so that they can do that job. Okay. They have re- the royal family is, in, is slightly in an uproar, so uh, she's gonna hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> you you but yeah you you do know that your mother has some crossy that answer to her uh-huh. uh, because she is in a uh, administrative position. Most royal family members have guards that are crossy, but not that actually not not that actually report to them. Your mom's mm-hmm. one of those that has the okay. ones that report to them. She did. And you imagine that if your mom's sending a crossy to you, mm-hmm. then the state of the capital is probably a lot worse than you thought it would it be. It just got real. Or shit has happened. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um... <sighs> oh. I'm trying to think of something I could ask that um when when did she just just now or when did you last talk to her like five minutes ago <laughs> yeah moments ago she sent me to make sure that um well that's what is there does not come here for you. I would like to speak more in private later, but now is not a good time. There are too many ears about. Sure. Sure. And she'll say that last bit in um, Sylvan. Do you speak Sylvan? Yes. Okay. Sylvan no is actually her party, first language. Party so. that I know of speaks Sylvan, right? I don't think uh, Gant no, or... nobody else speaks Sylvan. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what like what language was uh, the the part about too many ears about? What what in what language was that said? Oh, I would say that in common. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Grumman Grumman leans over to Jerissa and says, "I think they're talking about you." <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about all of us, dear. Grumman sort of nods, considering that statement. Okay. Um, First, well, we need to get the fuck out of here before more of the cave collapses on us. Yeah, right now we're trying to find a lich's phylactery, which is why we're down here. Um, 
we're just about to cross that bridge up and I point to where is it still I don't know how when the shifting of everything happened is the way we were thinking of going still open or well you hadn't really decided on a way yet okay um, that's true but uh, the bridge is still open and there are still the two mantis statues on the other side of it mm -hmm. did you have to sign one of those corpse contracts <laughs> oh yeah we'll have to yeah um that's a good Colin, point. How about this? At the moment, it's just done this to them. I say, indicating to Titania, Ithram, and Ghent. Uh, we're fairly certain it's going to get worse as time goes on, and we know that it can't be cured by anyone within the curse, which is unfortunate, because the only person who has the ability to remove curses is currently under the curse, I say, pointing to Titania. We've tried uh, it. Pointing to Ithram. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. We've tried dispelling, we've tried every other way to remove some sort of mal magical malady that we have. Nothing has sufficed, so it's it's going to have to be remove curse. Titania, Ghent, and Valdeth also look exhausted because they were shenanigans yes. also that. that happened. Yeah, the three, the three of us are, are condition exhausted. Yeah. So it, it's not, yeah, not looking so good. <clears throat> but we were wanting to get away from this house before we rested. So, um, that is a good idea. I don't know, there's a, a whole lot of more. doors in there that could have removed curse stuff behind them. We're not going back in the house, John. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many times you try to lure us in. Nope. nope. I like. I, I'm. I'm amused by the statement because, as Jeremy pointed out last week, if I had been the DM to say that, you would have turned around and gone back inside yes, to go look for a new One hundred percent. Yeah, I also love the image of. Oh dear God! We found the remove curse room. Just be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to figure out which way goes down. Um, John tries to tempt us to our death. William tries to show us the answers. <laughs> hey, the answers are also there. It's just death is part of the answer. <laughs> no, to be fair, I am not saying that one is better than the other. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a style difference here. Yeah. We know our storytellers and DMs at this point. <laughs> I just try to give you interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> that is a curse. It's an interesting curse. May you live in interesting times. Exactly. So we did just have something open up for us. Yes. Shall we? Might, uh, let's see where that tunnel leads then, shall we? Yes. Oh, just a moment. We're going to grab this tooth first. Uh, grab several, please. Of course. Um, I'll pull out uh, something approximating a saw, I assume, in one of my toolkits. As as he walks away, we should get closer to the tunnel just in case. He seems very fast, should the worst happen. Mm -hmm. Are we using the bridge to cross, or are we going on ground level? Well, there's a bridge in front of you, as well as a bridge above you. I don't know that we know where to access the bridge above us. I can walk up walls, my love. Not the rest of us can. Can you carry We've got all of ropes? Us. Also, if you walk up the bridge, you could find where the access point is. 
All right, I'll go exploring. The rest of you get teeth. And get Spider-Man's up the column. Want someone to come with you. How far up is it? Um, well, it's about. I was gonna. It's about go with him, forty but... feet up. I was gonna go with him, but I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh I will just appear up there. Okay. I cast dimension door. Yep. Bam. Nobody should go alone. Oh. That is uh I see. Does that it's disconcerting. It's a variety of magical talents among our group. Uh Valdeth will walk over across the across the bridge with, with Grummond to retrieve teeth. Okay. So, <clears throat> Grummond and Valdeth go across the bridge, passing by the uh, uh, grasshop- grasshopper statues, or praying mantis statues, sorry. Uh, yes. And Ghent and Jerissa go on top of the bridge. Hang on. Where you going? And we'll call back. Annabella, do you want a tooth as well? Lost There's plenty to go around. Lost Camille for a sec. Uh, mm. No, I, I, I turned off my camera intentionally. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> a tooth? I, out of this big, great skull, it's some sort of bug roach called a tarask. They're all over the place, but uh, it's pretty make interesting. Make a nature check if you want. Yes. I sincerely hope that. Also, not. when you turned your camera off, you shifted everyone around. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ah, that's all right. I, I just have to move. I just have to move everyone back. Nature. Well, the good news is now that he's at the bottom of the camera listing. If he does that again, it won't move anything. I have no idea what a Tarask is. Uh, no, with a twenty-one, yeah, you have an oh. idea. Oh, I, I did not. That is not the role I saw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So do I know what a Tarrasque Yeah, is? with a 21, you are, you are familiar with Tarrasques. They are these mythical creatures of cataclysmic destruction that are said to exist on So I'm on also aware planets. that they are not everywhere and he's full of shit. <laughs> you know, they're not... Yeah, you're definitely aware that they're not everywhere. Although I don't know if... Wait, did, did Grumman say they were everywhere? Or did yes, he literally yeah, yeah, said oh, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he also said this... they were bug roaches. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. You're pretty certain that I... Grumman is just talking. <laughs> I don't think that... Yes, I would like a tooth. He seems convinced that he's right. <laughs> the worrying thing is that he's seen something about this size roaming around down here. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and make a uh, make a relevant tool check, Grummond. Whatever you think might be a relevant tool check with strength. Can I inspect uh, these uh, mantis statues on either end of the bridge? Yeah. Can Can I assist? Or yeah, you can, make my own tool check. Uh, you can make your own tool or. check or assist, whichever you'd like. I'm, I have I have Smith's tools, which I feel includes good hammers for knocking things loose from their fittings. Sure. Yeah, and and I have Mason's tools, so I feel like depending on how fossilized this thing is, we've got it covered. Yeah, and Ethram, you can absolutely uh, inspect the mantis statues, one of which you're standing on. I didn't realize I was standing on one. Yeah, it's it's just a they're ten. sort of flanking the bridge. I rolled a save because that would be the equivalent. Thirty-four. You, the, I think the, that might do. The two of you go to work on the teeth on this Tarask. And we'll get back oh, to that. Oh, right, because I have expertise in Smith's tools. That's why it's 34. Nice. We'll get back to that in a minute. Meanwhile, in a place none of you can see, but two of you can. Uh, 
Dun, dun, dun. None uh, of you can see it. Only two of you. Yeah, none of you but two. Uh, I'm going to punch it with all both my hands. Jerissa, Jerissa and Gent. You get to the top of the bridge. You can see that it extends. Uh, it extends into the ruins uh, to the right and over the house to the to the over the house to the right and into the ruins to the left. There does seem to be some amount of tunnel that it can go through. That some amount of access through the ruins uh, to your left, uh, and then to the right, it's there's just more ruin on top of the bridge. But you can tell it goes beyond that as well. And immediately in front of you, there is a staircase that leads down and back into the manor house. Looks like there's an Not access point way. to the manor. I'm inclined to agree. I'm sorry, I'm not there. Well, south or north then? Yes. As for uh, so, random curiosity question. Best kind of curiosity. Go ahead. Do 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 we anticipate more? random assistance dropping in out of nowhere. You're the one who's friends with Galadir. I'm sure you're quite familiar with this sort of thing. I'm not actually. Acquainted. It has not happened to me up to this point. I shall at least say that. I believe that I believe that Galadir prefers that his agents be self-sufficient and I believe if one were to ask him to send aid the response would be something to the effect of I gave you magic, why do you need aid? Alright, well uh, Titania's mother is a fairly famous and powerful mage in her own right? Yes, I've gathered, I've gathered I don't know who this Annabelle is, but having a retainer show up to protect your oldest daughter? Oh, I'm not complaining, to be clear. I just... Random people dropping out of the sky is something you want to be potentially prepared for. If, for example, we were trying to sneak up on something at that point, Yes. It no, might ruin would... the surprise. It might ruin the surprise. It also might cause a wonderfully convenient diversion and draw some attention. It could, but then again, being prepared for that possibility. Weird, or, yes. we, weirdly, get uh, uh, several more than twice in this series of adventures, people have fallen out of the sky around you. This is better than the, the first time. There's no monkey's paw. No, I think, uh, well, Ithrim's been keeping things pretty well in hand, so I'm not too worried about anybody falling out of the sky on me at the moment. That's something to deal with in the future, probably. Fair enough. Um, hopefully one retainer is enough for Lady Valkorian's peace of mind. I w I... I... I feel like the more retainers are sent, the more cause for concern we have. Oh, yes. No, moving quickly and quietly and finding our target is 
something we've been trying to pursue. Yes. And as far as I'm aware, we've been doing our best choices of guides notwithstanding. We will agree to disagree on that point. But yes. You, I, have, you have already tabled your selection. Yes. That's water under the bridge, as far as Fair. I'm concerned at this point. No, I'm, I'm more talking about because uh, dear Annabella had said something about making sure that what is home doesn't follow here. The more assistance and bodyguards we get, the more cause we probably have to be concerned with what's going on in Tehran. Yes. No, I think things are probably... Not well. Oh, that would be the understatement of the dynasty, I assume. But... Yes. So yes, tending to business here, getting it finished as quickly as possible before more things occur would be more preferable from my standpoint. Fair enough. I didn't expect Annabella, and I don't know if I can expect the next one if there is one. Fair. I vote south. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So you guys just detained, taking off down the southern tunnel by yourselves? To a certain, like, no, not like, yeah, oh, look, we've just been as recon. For, right. for 40 minutes <laughs> now. Go ahead and give me, a, go and give me a, a, an investigation check while we cut back okay. over to these. Uh, so, yeah, Valdeth and Gremlin, do the two of you go to work on the teeth of this Tarrasque? And Valdeth, as after about ten minutes, you feel like anything else that you ever wanted to get out of a wall, you'd have been able to get by this point. <laughs> but this tooth ain't budging. I don't think we have anything hard enough to actually break this tooth loose. And it doesn't yeah. seem to have loosened itself and it's fitting any, at any point during its skeletonization. I think you may be right. I mean, a lot of things down here tend to turn to stone after too long. Maybe this one's just been here too long. I, I, pull out, I pull out the Rod of Lordly Might and I switch it to the plus three bladed weapon and I just try and drive it into the two to see if it even makes a, makes a nick. Make an attack roll. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Um. Okay. Uh, roll a d six. Three. So yeah, you smash it into the tooth. Pull the blade away. There is no mark. Yeah. No. This is. A razor-sharp magical blade, and it didn't even make a scratch. I don't think we're getting this tooth loose. I mean, it is a good point, but on the other hand, maybe I should just try punching it once. I mean, if we go back and we don't have it, and I can't say I tried to punch it, I'm going to feel like a right idiot at that point. She just kind of offers like a after-you gesture towards the tooth. All right, stand back. And he'll go back and do like... Whoop, 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 and then punch. All right, uh, make an attack roll. Sixteen. Bang! 
Yeah, no, no, that, no, no. That was, was that my bones. That was, you definitely just like either broke or disjointed three knuckles. Oh, all right. Well, I, over there. at least well, I, I punched it. At least I can say that. <laughs> oh. Spirit I'm of s- inquiry, that sort of thing. I'm oh. terribly sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you, Grumman, but that was bloody hilarious. No, no, I had that coming. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. So he punched it, and uh-huh. that is supposed to be a good thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lady of Green, that hurts. My knuckles squashed on your way in, uh, and that was very effective. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Come on, Grumman, let's get back and if Can you, if you pull if you, it back into shape at least. Oh, uh, Titania might be able to. She's probably better at medicine than I am. All right. Uh, yeah. To be fair, though, I signed that contract with her, and the first time she had a chance, she set a bloody great lightning bolt at me. So, uh, <laughs> I think I prefer that you take a shot at it. All things considered, if you don't mind. I mean, if you're squeamish, I understand. I'm not squeamish. I'm just not gonna be that great at it i'm sorry no it's all right just grab it and pull i yank my arm the other direction all right make a medicine check using your strength skill using your strength attribute to be fair i've done this once before when i thought they were dislocated they were gonna call it a strength check then and that was just terrible 18 18 yeah so you you sort of like grumman holds his hand out and you sort of look at it and go over and you sort of like interweave your fingers with his and the two of you flex simultaneously and there is just this <laughs> sound and grumman they all pop back into place and ah, oh, oh, that was absolutely terrible but it looks better now it's like the medical version of the predator handshake <laughs> you just did oh, this dwarven medicine. there we go yeah it's just, it's just that no it's just that motion with someone else's hand yeah. just yeah. crack Grumman, uh, Grumman immediately pulls one of the um one of the jugs off of the that that he has tied to himself after he shrank the uh the hall and uh, takes a big swig out of it. So Annabella, you just saw that whole thing. That should that. Assumedly, the pain will go away quickly, and your hand will be functional. No, it's fine. Here, you want some of this? You know what? It's been a long day. She'll take a swig right. and then hand it back. Titania, that's uh, the it... most dwarfish thing Valdeth has ever done. <laughs> yep. It it is it is a uh it is a spiced uh probably sugar-based drink similar to a rum, although without the burnt taste to it that you get often on rum, uh with mm. a coconutty finish to it. Mm. Mm. That's quite good actually, she says as she takes a second sip and then hands it back. Oh, one of our one of our favorites back in Swiggle. Well, he will tie it back to the rope. Oh, Camille. This is um going to be an interesting assignment. You're going to get used to it very quick. All of us have been through quite a lot of shite and have close to zero fucks left to give. I'm sorry I couldn't get you a get you a tooth on a bell. Do you want something to drink though? I've got lots of those to offer. Oh no. Not while I'm working. Oh, well, I've got water, too. Mostly water. Um, I'm quite all right. And all right. I point my water skin. Or pat my water skin. Uh, so, Ithram, 
<clears throat> did you roll yeah. an arcana check for that uh that statue? You didn't tell me what to Sorry. roll. So uh, either was, either either an for. investigation or an arcana check, one of the two, depending uh, on what you're trying to look at it for. Just want to let's see. Yeah, if there's any information about the family or like a name or something okay. attached so, to yeah, it, so investigation. investigation. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um. Yeah, there is a name. There's like sort of a. There's sort of like, uh, on on one of the statues, it's sort of like a welcome to the estate kind of thing. Um, and it does indeed possess a name that you would assume belongs to uh the family. Um. <clears throat> This seems to be the uh, the house of the Relescos, R E L U S C O, as it's titled the Relesco Estate. Was the most dwarven thing Valeth ever did the knuckle crack or the immediate drink or both? The combination, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so yeah. That's a good influence. All right, uh, Gint and Sin with a twenty-three and a seventeen investigation. Um. Gent, you're you're exhausted, so that investigation would have been a flat roll. Okay, well, it still would have been a twenty-three. So, so. It's been a twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, with a twenty-three and a seventeen, this uh, you sort of investigate this 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 uh, particular tunnel. It seems like it travels. Uh, it seems like it's a little bit more solid uh, because it. it, it <clears throat> this bridge appears to be one of the things that Grumman had been talking about. How it was a, it's a uh, a a larger, sturdier, more foundational structure. So it doesn't seem to change very much. So if you were to map sort of like along the bridge, you could pretty reliably get to whatever places it connects to. You're not certain where that goes right now, but you're pretty certain that the house being a foundational area of the ruin. This probably connects to one or two other foundational areas of the ruin. <clears throat> also, just as a bit of table talk, Jack, since you weren't here last week, um, one of the things that we, the information that was shared was larger structures, I guess, like this bridge that are here, tend to stabilize the portion of the ruins around them. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. They don't, they don't change Good to know. Much. Good to know. Well. It seems to be a decently sustainable route, at least yeah. as far as it reaches. Does it look like it goes for a little ways? Oh, yeah. It, it, uh, you haven't found an end to it yet. You haven't found an off-ramp either, but you have definitely haven't found an end to it. Okay. As far nothing's tried to kill us, that is a, that is a good sign. All right. Well, let's uh, go back and tell everybody that we found ourselves a route, at least. Thanks. And then we can have a dwarf run down it and see if anything jumps out and stabs him. I haven't been to this part, right? Uh, you haven't been to this manor specifically, no. Okay, alright. You've been into the underborough, but not in this, mm-hmm. not not to this foundation. Okay. Which you can now, uh, as Ithram sort of reads the statue, titled the Rosco Estate. Gotcha. Which is one of the things I, that, uh, which is actually one of the things that you can make quite a bit of money back in, um, back in, um, in uh, Snow Snowstrand, Snow uh, yeah. is uh, selling locate like selling information on the locations of foundation areas. Um, yeah, I, w- I was just gonna yeah. say I'm gonna I'm gonna market. I, I imagine maps of this place are pretty wild. Yeah, but uh, he will he will mark it down on his sort of 
ever shifting constantly whited out <laughs> map of the area yeah maps maps are largely useless uh this is the part that you draw in pen all the rest <laughs> is in pencil basically uh but the foundational areas always tend to be the same so it's okay. it's it, that those are the spots and there's a couple on your map those are the spots that are more relevant and more important gotcha but getting information on new foundations is probably key for helping Snowstrand continue to do its job, so you can get a good amount of money selling that info. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, Ithram, you've 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 determined the name of the estate as the Relesco Estate. Save that for tonight. Did you hang on, uh, Titania? Did you cast restoration on Ghent to clear him of exhaustion? Um, I had cast it. Let me see. I know I had cast it like twice to get us down to like because I think I had two levels of exhaustion. Yeah, you cast one on yourself to get you down to one yeah. level, and then you cast. I guess maybe you cast the other one on Ghent. Maybe. Yeah, because I thought that there was there was talk of getting that down and i know that you had cast two and i thought it was one on you and one on me so you and valdeth were at one each okay but since gent's more of a skill monkey we had completely cleared his i may Maybe. be misremembering though I, so i do not remember that was okay uh, how many, i know we had talked i know we had talked how many spell session. slots are you missing Tanya? uh yeah. well i'm missing loads uh <laughs> of that level uh it's lesser restoration uh greater restoration. greater restoration oh it's greater oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Hang on. Greater. I'm missing two. So yeah, yeah. Then you yeah. would have cast it twice. Uh, yeah. Yep. I know then, we then we had, yes. we had talked last session about potentially casting it on Valdeth to get rid of her exhaustion, but I don't think we ever went through with that. And I can't mm. now because I used my eighth level spell on something. I don't remember what, but it was petty. <laughs> it's gone now. Mm. Was it the healing circle? Uh oh yeah yeah it was mass, mass. cure wounds that was yeah, it mass cure wounds that's right yeah I was very annoyed at all of you all well, right I appreciated it mm -hmm. uh, yeah so you all reconvene down uh on the on the first floor of this area presumably unless Gent and Isen yell from the bridge uh Gent will have back. Sin. I was going to say, Ghent will have Sin wait up top so she doesn't have to expend another spell. And he'll just walk down and give the report to everybody on what we found. <laughs> so with that, you have you have a couple of different options. You could try to excavate the, way, the, the river route, which definitely goes deeper. You could follow the lower tunnel past the terrace skull. Or you'd go up on the bridge and follow that one. Or explore the house more. No, no. I mean, if the river goes deeper, that's the surest way. I could turn follow, into follow water down. Yeah. But then following we... water, following water down is generally speaking going to keep us on the straightest path going downward. But well, I, I will say it will lead us down. But the farther we get away from the manor, which seems to be a stable area, the more likely we are to have things shift. And liquid being what it is, if it shifts in such a way, we might find ourselves at the bottom of a pool. Or a lake. 
are a small wee underground ocean. And that's the sort of thing that we may want to watch out for. That's fair. Okay. I, I mean, again, you all pick the path and I'll lead you along it. But uh, if you want me to keep my mouth shut on uh, no, advisory things, I certainly true. will. But just, no, to, just something to keep in mind. That's an that's an important piece of information to go into our considerations. I mean, don't get me wrong. I found some really marvelous things at the bottom of oceans, but uh... as Valdeth begins slowly adopting Grumman's accent, <laughs> it's more. I think it's more the other way around because I think Grumman was way more Scottish when he first showed up, like almost unintelligibly Scottish. <laughs> well, Mister Bellmender, we do appreciate your expertise on liquids. Oh. Right, if you want more information specifically about the potable kind. No, no, we're know, fine. You, 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 no, you're we're probably fine. Not we're fine. No, no, but that was Mr. actually Belmander, really Mr. Quite... Belmander, we're fine. Yeah, but it's just that was... We're really fine, lad. We're fine, joke. sir. It's Thank all right. Me. You're doing just fine. And I liked it. I just wanted to make sure you knew about it. Oh, dear. Follow the stable path, then. As I hold out my hand for a drink, please help. Oh, ha, ha. here we are. Let's start you off on one of these. Thank you. So much drinking. By the way, were we able to access any of the tea? No, they're harder than anything I've got, and I, I tried ramming the sharpest magic blade I've got, and it didn't even make a scratch. We don't have the tools to separate those. Also, I punched it. Of course you did. All right, well, I'll get a, start running a rope up this column then so that we can all make some progress. Here, this one's a blueberry shandy, and I'll pass uh, a bottle <laughs> to Tanya. Uh, sorry, what was that, Camille? Nothing. My wife was talking to my kid. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Thought I heard you say something. I don't, I don't know what tools it would take to separate one of those things' teeth from its head, but I don't think we've got anything needed. Well, I would like to point out that these things are legendary. They are not something that you would expect for a farmer to be able to get pieces of. That's fair. All right, then. All right. Gent will go up find part of the ruin to attach a line to and throw at least two ropes yeah. down. You attach a rope, and you attach a couple of ropes, and you throw them down, and no one needs to make a roll. You can all get up the ropes fairly easily. Uh, particularly with people at the top helping you out. Right. You climb up, you all reach the top of the rope, or you all, you all reach the top of the bridge, you see uh, that connecting point back into the house, as I move you all, yeah, a lot of convenient ways back into the manor. As you all uh, get to here. So, how did you acquire this curse? The portraits and paintings within the manor applied it on those who looked at them or passed by them. Oh, we've got them if you want to what? take a look at them. I'll point to the <laughs> hall. That's... No. That's not a good idea, I don't no. think. Yes. We don't know how exactly we acquired them, just that the paintings are involved somehow. So I think there's a blanket over them. Yeah. Yes. If I remember right. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was the paintings that gave them to you. And yep. none of you that are cursed can see the curse. Mm -hmm. Or cure it. I'm fine. <laughs> You're all weird. <laughs> no, you, like, to you, getting to Tanya look fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, and, and getting to Tanya, Ithram looks fine as well. But, right. but no, everyone else is, assume, is saying, indicating that you look weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I would actually... I would be super impressed and amused if we were all the ones who were cursed. <laughs> it would be amusing. The people, who, it, the, the people who made the save are the ones who get cursed. And that's <laughs> why the magic, is, the like dispels and the like aren't working. Just saying. And just anyone who walks in is also immediately cursed, which is why uh, uh, Annabella also sees the thing. <laughs> Maybe the paintings were trying to remove the curse from you, and you resisted their ability to remove curse. <laughs> Could be, but anyway, would be this is the you would path we would a hundred percent do that. John. I would. I would Dog do that. Curse, he absolutely. The magic. Let's keep going. Yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you head south, heading into the tunnel. Annabella, this is your first time being in the Hive of Ruins, so you're not quite certain what to expect. Um, in fact, the name Hive of Ruin, like, you heard that from Annette. That was the first time you heard that. So, like, you're you're sort of wary of the name. Uh, but you, start, you quickly find yourself in a fairly tightly packed... Uh, tunnel basically it's almost like the bridge like the bridge basically it, it this bridge was not originally covered but because of the rubble and debris precariously balanced on top of it it is now a tunnel bridge as opposed to a normal bridge it kind of feels like you're walking into uh the section of highway in a, in a post-apocalyptic film that goes through the mountain kind of like that there's just debris everywhere and shit everywhere and probably bodies hidden just off screen. And it's just sort of like, like this precariously balanced semicircle of rubble above you. That every once in a while something drops off of and falls to the side. Going like this. Sorry. Uh, you got cut off, Camille. We only heard the last bit of it. I said I do not like this. You get used to it. Yeah. Something in or you die, something. one of the two. Let's not do that. Oh, by the way, uh, I need you to sign this uh, <laughs> in case of um, if if you happen to die. Do you? How do you feel about uh, reincarnation? She hands and, you a piece of paper. It's got or, like a lot of legalese uh, on it. <laughs> being made into a zombie. Oh. It doesn't matter either way. I just would like to know. Uh, John, how do the Crozy feel like feel about those things? Uh, well, uh, one of the greatest honors in the Octavi is becoming an Iscatelli, and that sounds like becoming an Iscatelli. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, it's just a questionnaire of necromancy, yes, no, reincarnation, yes, no, raise dead, yes, no. Yep. Yeah, I fill out the questionnaire appropriately. 
okay. according to my faith and sign it. But yes, yes, Although yes, I, yes. Seems, <laughs> seems very strange that I would need to sign it because she should know no. all these things. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure. Um, thank you. I'll look at as it. you command, or as you wish, <laughs> I am commanded. Is is that expressed in any way, or is Annabelle just sort of I... signing it and outwardly looks like this is a normal thing? I think we're talking, right? Uh, yeah, we're we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Um, Grumman leans in and says, "If it makes you feel any better, I had to sign one too. I think it's just a formality for this group." You're I, one very strange man. I, I think I think I fit right in in this group, but uh, no, I, I I don't want you thinking I signed away the right to raise my body without anything. I agree with you. That is right. No, no, perfectly normal. I bargained for it in exchange for which I get to eat some of the mushrooms that are growing on her. You look over. <laughs> you look over at Titania and see no mushrooms. I'm yeah. not some sort of weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is looking at you like this here. <laughs> I, 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 I can see your concerns have been allayed. <laughs> Wait, can you not see those? No, the mushrooms are invisible underneath the illusion right now. Yeah, oh, no, shit. no. Before she looked different, she had mushrooms growing out of her, and I just look. I don't need to tell you this. Sometimes you see mushrooms, you wonder if they have sufficient sugars in them to be able to ferment and form alcohol content. And if not, well, mushrooms make a great fry-up in the morning, don't they? How look, does Annabelle look? Please do not I'm trying to assess, like, just how, just in general, like, if she seems suspicious. No, she actually just said to you, please do not ever put my life in his hands. I mean, I can't promise that. It's all right. our guide. Right. See, I just walk in front and I let bad things happen sort of thing. But don't worry. I'm an expert at this sort of thing. See, I'm the second bill mender that they've come to. First, they had my cousin Crunchy. And uh, he, <laughs> you say he didn't die, right? Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen him in a while. He's probably fine. Everyone make a perception check. <laughs> oh, no. crunchy impaled on some stuff. Is this vis- visual or not? Not visual. It's uh odd it's uh hearing. Visible crunchy. Oh wait, it's Eight. Eight. nine. Ooh, twenty-four. Sixteen. Ben. Uh Damn. Uh, Camille, you actually have advantage on this. Oh sweet. Because I could definitely use another roll on that. Well, Thank Another you. four. Nice. I'm rolling a lot of fours tonight, gang. Just be warned. <laughs> so, uh, Titania and <laughs> Annabella and Ghent. Yeah, Titania, Annabella, and Ghent. Very faintly, <laughs> off in the <laughs> distance, amidst the rumble of the shifting ruin, you hear... Oh, say what you want about good dwarven lasses. Their beards and their muscles are big dwarven. <laughs> but when it comes to fighting, they're right by me side. So go on, give them hell, air love. 
How's that next line go? It's okay. Just very faintly, you can hear this very drunken dwarf voice singing a song. I think he's doing okay. He's on his way. We just <laughs> have to wait for him. I didn't Gen, hear him. Gen, didn't Gent that. just pinches the bridge of his nose and keeps walking. I think he's doing okay. Oh, I appreciate that, your ladyship. No, we built Bill Menders are a resilient sort. Unless we're not. It's about 50-50. <laughs> but that means both of us are probably okay. <laughs> Steiner math over here. Right. <laughs> He's got eight <laughs> intelligence gang. Same. Same. Beautiful. Alright. You continue on for a while. Uh, eventually, you don't have, you have no idea what time it is in the ruins, but you do eventually, all of you begin to feel tired. Very tired. Particularly those of you that are already exhausted. Like, Valdeth and Titania, as you're walking, you occasionally find yourselves sort of like... Uh, Nodding off in the middle of walking. Yeah, yeah. like unfocused, your eyes unfocusing, and you sort of blink, and you realize you've been walking and don't remember the last few minutes, and sort of stumble a little bit. That's a hypnotic state, for those wondering. <laughs> I think it would be wise for us to rest now. Yes? Mm. If not okay. now, soon. That definitely. Yes. Uh, the key that we actually found should be of uh, great use. Uh, give me one moment. And I look for it, like how you look for your, your apartment key for a while. In my in the bottom of my bag because it's not a bag of holding anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I fish it out and then uh, he just like walks a couple feet in front of everybody, sticks it into the, the middle of the air about waist level, turns it and then lets go. And as he does so, he sort of like takes this this intricate looking key, sticks it in the air, turns it. You all hear a click sound like a door unlocking. As he lets go. The, the air in front of him just opens like a door. Like your tent? Oh. Or is this something else? Yes, okay. it's, yes, it's a variation of the spell. It is uh, more rigid uh, due to the item, but it is, for all intents and purposes, the same spell. Oh, that's nice. We're we're up on the bridge at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, There's you're no still earth or anything around it. Correct. Oh, that's handy. Was that teleportation or sort of a folded up extra dimensional? Sort of oh, that's nice. So this place is safe. Yeah. Yes, I figured this is the safest place to actually put it, since these structures or structures this large seem to be the most stable. Yeah, out of curiosity, what happens if we were to go in and the space out here shifts around? It would shunt us into the nearest available space. Uh, any no. sort of space or like open space? Nearest open space. Oh, that's a relief. We do have other other solutions should that be a concern. Yes. We can also open the door and check before, so we don't have to step outside. Yes. Well, that's good. I like the idea of us, like, 
um, uh, stitching together just a series of demi-planes and alternate <laughs> dimensional spaces, like bit by bit until we get far enough that we can we can jump out. Uh, 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 demi-plane centipede, if you were. No, no, no. We no. do. We will not. You use the phrasing "stitch together." <laughs> there are stitched together too, John. Together. I was gonna say you can. That there are more things that get stitched together than that. Uh, so it takes a minute for the door to fully form, but yes. after it does, opens up and on the, through the door, through the door, you can see. Uh, the first thing you can see is a uh, a large uh, a, a large marble coated uh, uh, sort of a large marble um, antechamber with uh, sort of uh, what are they called? Um, what are the, the tapestries? Rhinoceri columns? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the, Corinthian. I think yes. I think it's Corinthian columns. Are the the ones with the divots in them? Yeah. Which, I was gonna say, oh. Mar. Yes, Corinthian. Yeah, no, yeah. The uh, the Corinthian columns what? with the with the they've got the ornate tops and they've got the, yes, the div- that's correct. yeah yeah yeah. It depends on the top. Yeah yeah. yeah. With the 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 series of like recesses, like, yeah. recesses inside in, got, in the in the main body. Yeah, they've got recesses in the pillar and the the ornate the ornate tops uh, to them. Uh, yeah, so tall Corinthian, Corinthian pillars that lead up to a second floor that has a marble sort of ring uh, with uh, with um, similarly constructed banisters, uh, large gold and white marble floor uh, that leads into it. It looks almost temple esque to a certain degree. That looks lovely. Do you have a name for it? I know. Look, you magical types like to come up with creative names, and uh, the name of the item is called the Archivist Keys or the Archivist Key. But uh, the name of this manor specifically, uh, you could search for it. Perhaps the original creator left some memento of theirs. Hmm. Uh, There is a library that is always present in it, so. It may hold answers there. You say lift mementos that often tends to be another term for uh, leaving traps and that sort of thing. Should I not be go poking around in the corners? No, we we are safe here. Ah, that's good. Um, has it got a bar, kitchen, any sort of way to make some food? Yes. Ah, perfect. I believe so, right? Yeah. 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 I will not be the first in. Very well, and I step in. Walks in. <laughs> and Gents right behind him. Yep. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for the library. <laughs> uh Jeremy? I'm happily Go in? Alright. Yep. So I will go in after Lady Titania has entered. Okay. Do you wanna talk in here? It's like an interdiment. It's a weird space. You can't really... If it's the same as his last one, you can't really hear from the outside in. Or the other way. Did you want to talk out here? Or in there? As long as we can get in when we are done. It is fine. Ithram! I stick my head in. Ithram? 
Oh, yes. oh he's already. Oh, there he is. Can then we get just back in the in corner? If we're we're gonna, Annabelle and I are gonna talk outside. I think. Can we get back in? Yes, you you okay. can see the door, so you can get back in. If I'm not back soon, avenge my death. <laughs> She'll leave. I look confused at Ghent. <laughs> Ghent just Ghent in well, he looks normal to you, so he just holds up a finger and just kind of leans up against the closed door. <laughs> okay. You can't, while you get to while you get you to brooding and potentially <laughs> Right? While while you get to brooding no, and no, potentially avenging meow. Ghent. You you get the character here a cat right, meow yep. as you lean okay. against the door. Now that's does it sound like it's coming from inside or outside? Inside. You look over. Sitting in the middle of the marble floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a sort of spectral orange cat. Hmm. Is it looking at me? Yeah. Ghent will reach in his pouch for... He'll find some sort of ration or something and just sort of break off a piece and just kind of flick it at the cat. Cat looks at it. Looks back up at you. My lady... <laughs> Meanwhile, while outside. You to, while, yeah, while you get to brooding and staring contest with a cat, Ghent, I'm going to go find... A place to lay down. So, outside, Annabella, Titania. Things have taken the city, uh, Tyrum, and uh, it does not look good. Or uh, your mother. Just as a point of clarity for you, Camille, it's pronounced Taram. Just Taram. Because, yeah, <laughs> just because you've only ever seen it spelled. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. I appreciate that. Yep. You've taken Taram, and <laughs> it does not look good. Uh, they are rebuilding the city in the image. And your mother is quite well convinced that um, she needed me to be with you while they work on things there. And they go back? Um, no. Well, not exactly. They okay. found a place near Griffin Top. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, okay, so yeah. they're still there. Yes. Have the fiends left the city at all? When no. we were last there, they didn't seem to be able to... Well, they weren't leaving yet. Uh, no, they are not rebuilding. Or they are not, they are not leaving. They are rebuilding the city. They are... They are Making home, it looks like. I'm sorry, sorry I need to... to do this a sec. Do you mind? She looks like she's going to cast something. Of course. Okay. Um, it's the only thing I can do. Um, but she is going to do uh, a just protection from evil and good, just to see if like there's any resistance or if there's anything affecting either of us so she's gonna cast it at, i think second level to get it um to cover both of us okay uh oh wait no i can only do it on one so i, I cast on an annabelle annabelle protection um, from evil and good yep 
yeah so if there's if you're possessed <clears throat> or charmed or frightened um by a uh by a fiend or anything else then uh you have advantage on it so i'm i'm watching her close i've been watching her closely trying to get any sense of something off something weird because we have sort of been duped by these things before and she's being cautious uh, yeah, so you cast protection from evil and good. You, uh, Annabelle, you feel this sort of like she's almost like a like a like a fire that just sort of goes through you, but not in a painful way. And like a, you feel this sort of spreading crackle of warmth that spreads out mm. from where Titania lays a hand on you. Um, this sort of almost divine energy, uh, and it sort of spreads through your body rapidly, and you have this. You are sort of suffused with this slight warmth from it. Uh, nothing seems to change, Titania. Okay. Did I pass? I think so. Okay. Your mother said to help you with the lich, and that I should keep you safe along the way. Got a lot of people keeping me safe. Well, I do not know why she said what she said. I only know that this is my job. Okay, then. Where are the rest of the crochet? Crossy. 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 So roll the R. <laughs> I cannot roll R's. I can I know you. a nice, like, German phlegm sound. I cannot do rolled R's. But I feel you. Crossy. Yeah. There are enough of us scattered about that most of the royal family is taken care of now. My family, the Macantus family, we are working on other things. Do you know if he's using the rest of the Ukdavi? Make a make a um, make a. This is going to be a retroactive uh, insight check, uh, Annabella. Ooh, nice! All right, with a twenty. Uh, so when you were in the city doing your initial investigating. Um, you're, 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 what, what you said is accurate. The 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 Krosi are basically at the moment spread out, you know, taking care of the remaining members of the royal family. Um, you have seen no sign of the Iskateli. Uh, they vanished with the God Emperor. You're not certain if they're dead or if they're just gone. Um, uh, and the Uktavi, uh, the the Miomari are. If they're not all dead, you saw no further sign of them. Uh, there may be some with the guards that are keeping what pockets of civilians they can safe where they can, but you have seen no sign of any of the Miyamati. There are so many dead, wounded, missing. So much death and violence. We do not know entirely, you understand. But mm -hmm. your mother would not have sent me here 
with these people that you trust so thoroughly if she did not have good reason? My bow is great and useful. And I think if I would have been a better service there, that is where I would have stayed. Okay. Are they okay? The last time you saw them, five minutes ago, well, five minutes and several hours ago. Your mother is powerful. They will be all right. My brothers are with her. Okay, I'm very tired. Um, in a battle, if you're ranged, Ghent stays back and fires at things too. Um, I don't know what Grumman's gonna do, but he goes very <laughs> fast. Um, Ithram stays, Ithram tends to stay back too. I go melee. I'll be okay. I can change into things besides whatever I look like right now. Okay, I'm gonna go sleep. She walks hey, well. through the door. <laughs> I go through the door with her. Yep. For those of you that are inside, this place yep. is sort of a a marbling palace with no stairs that seem to go anywhere. Uh, as you sort of look around, Ithram, you're looking around for a library and you're not finding anything. Mm -hmm. There's a, on the first floor. There is a there is a kitchen. There is a you know there's there's a kitchen. There is a few different guest rooms and places. You notice that there are a lot of like colorful spectral animals. Um, yeah. It's like throughout there's this cat that's just sort of sitting there in the middle watching you all. There are a few crows and owls and uh, some snakes and there don't seem to be any humanoid spectral servants in the, in, in the, the place. They are all various animals. Okay. Uh... I'll call over one of them. Um, one of the owls. I'll call over. This purple spectral owl. Would you lead me to uh, the library and uh, the rest of the rest of you going to rest or? Grumman wanted to know where the kitchen was. Thought I'd get a little bit of food together for us. Well, I'll go with you to the library. I'm going to go find a place to lay down and pass out, and I might wake up for food later. I'll be waiting for Titania. As you say that, the door opens and Titania and Annabella walk in. Oh, this you're, you're doing... oh I am? Yeah. No. No, no. No, you're not. No. no? Okay. You, it wasn't you said it something it. and we didn't hear it. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> this curse is huh? it really just going to last forever until we remove it? We don't know. We are not certain. Uh, the nearest information that we have is that it is very old. 
And bad things may happen when they fall asleep. That is the nearest that I can recall about. You are given a name of it. I do not recall that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that you either. Didn't, you didn't. Yeah. You, you were given a name. I don't, you didn't share it at the time. Um, but you you were given a name. Uh, the the name was the. Uh, it's called the Doppelganger's Curse. Mm. Which I think is why you didn't give the name. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> that 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 is that is that is that is slanderous. <laughs> so, I thought I might do some research on the matter. Oh, I would appreciate oh. your help. Well, we are at it. Uh, Those items. Now that we are safe. Yes. The glove and the other item. The small small old man. There's a wind-up man and a glove. Yep, a wind-up man and a glove. And then the key. Which has been shown off as to be the archivist key. Yeah, the key, yeah. 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 not retrieve that before the door closes for the last time. Uh, and then, yes. Uh, oh, the archivist key is in all of your journals now. As it's been basically explained. Nice. Uh, so, are you identifying them here? Or do you want to find the library first and identify? Want to find because, the library first? Yes, we can. We, and then, it's not. It's not essential right yeah. now, unless. You know, one of them is if you put this glove on, or if the if the <laughs> clockwork old man claps his hand, it will dispel all curses in the vicinity. But I doubt that that is a likely situation. Is it just a wind up old man that just claps like instead of a monkey and symbols? It's just an old man in pillows and he's dusting them. No, it's a it's a Venga bus starts playing. It's a it's oh god. (laughs) He doesn't have he doesn't have he doesn't have any arms, so there's no clapping. Uh, Uh, Oh jeez. It's just got it's just like sort of like a like sort of a almost a Russian nesting doll almost, um, but with with a head attached. Um, uh, it's got sort of a bag and another, like a, a backpack with scrolls attached to it and like a side pouch and then like a, a slot in the chest. We 100% should not wind it up until we figure out what it does. Absolutely not. Unless Grumman wants to do it alone in an isolated area. Uh, I... <laughs> or to be fair, we do have two options for that now. You can't just... You're new, too. There's three <laughs> options if we're going off that logic. Yes, I'm new, but oh. I'm not the help. Annabelle, this wow. is... This is, uh... Charissa. Hello. She's from uh, a wizard we met way up north who's kind of evil. Um, I am from myself. Yeah. I simply... Derive my power and occasionally work for the wizard. Yep. Big difference. That is not concerning the pool. Oh, he's. Uh, I wouldn't say he's fine. He's very much not, but he's not a concern. Don't, don't worry too much. Hmm. Anyways, about that research. 
So the owl that's on your arm, Ithram, flies up the tower. You see yeah. now that you're looking, there's sort of like three or four tiers and a large, like, sort of domed ceiling. And the owl just flies straight up and lands in the dome. And as you sort of look up behind it and go, what the fuck? He just went up. Uh, as, you, as you sort of, like, mentally go through the words up, you just start to float. Ah. Uh. Uh, imagine yourself going up. That should help. And I just, that's, that's the only explanation I give. And I go <laughs> I will do that. Yep. You and the last on. thing, the last thing I'll say, like, just from being up this high, there are no stairs throughout the entirety of No this. stairs. Everything yeah, is. There are no stairs. This is how we move around. <laughs> Uh, so the, the uh, in this little sort of bubble dome at the top of the tower, you sort of follow the owl up, and it it opens out into a large, much larger than the base of the tower would imply it could be, archive, where there is just stacks and stacks and stacks of books, <sighs> and tables and chairs and candles and serving trays on which there is a monkey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just a, there is just a little ethereal blue monkey sitting there waiting for you. We can die. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, uh, yeah, float over and uh, I'll begin ritually casting identify to, to identify the two items left over. Well, while... as, as you cast identify... Jerissa joins yep. you in the and Jerissa joins you in the library, and Grumman yep. finds the kitchen, and Valdeth finds the bedroom, uh, and Titania finds also a bedroom, probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk to Gent, but oh, okay. Yep. Titania finds Gent, <laughs> and Annabella goes, "What the fuck have I dropped myself into?" <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Ithram is up in the library making. Uh, you're going to spend twenty minutes identifying the other two items. Yep. All right, I'll put those in your journal as we cut over to Titania and Ghent, who find themselves in where do you go? There's a variety of rooms on the first, second, and third floors. Uh, I don't know, a close one. Whatever that is. I don't know. There are a few guest rooms on the first floor. Yep. Yep, we'll duck in one of those. We'll go back and get him. And murder him. Just so you know. If that was what was contributing to, you know, you being very ordinary for a while. Oh, you know me. I get moody on occasion. I'm sorry. Same. I do a puff of like, I don't know snow in your face Gent just reaches out and kind of taps you in the middle of the forehead once you're a princess you're allowed to get away with it yeah but now I've got someone following me around again she'll learn chocolate milk sorry guys 
You're good. All good. Yep. Anyway, Should learn who you are. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure you knew. Again, I'll just reach over and kiss her. And yes, we'll go back and we'll kill both of them. Because now we both have disreputable family members that are causing trouble. She says it's worse in this city. Does she? Mm-hmm. You need to tell Valdez to. All right. Rebuilding things. Don't know how many of the. The Do you know? Are... Mm. Do you know if this is first-hand information? I think so. I didn't. I'm very tired. All right. You get some rest, okay. and then afterwards, since she is your family's retainer, see if she'd be willing to submit to some gentle inquiry. Hmm? Okay. Good night. <laughs> and given that we're in a guest room, Gens just gonna tuck her yep. into bed and uh-huh. walk out. <laughs> Having <and> snoring. <laughs> the end. So, Ithram, you identify two items. Which yeah. one are you identifying first? Uh, the little uh, wind-up. All right. Old man. So you identify uh, the wind-up merchant. Yeah, I was just reading that. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. It's safe, if you wanted to know, Eraser. That's good. Safe uh, is good. It, uh, it's a wind-up merchant. You like wind it up. As, it, as the name states, you wind it up. Uh, and it will list a number of items that range in uh, cost. Uh, if you speak the name of that item and then deposit the, the required amount, that item will appear in your hand. To be clear, since we are talking cost, and that can be a zag terminology, are we talking specifically about monetary value? Yes, you have to deposit real money into this thing to get the Not magic. Not like items. an ounce of blood or no, the head of your best friend it is, or your soul. It is, and he pulls up the he he lifts up the wind up merchant and looks at the bottom of its feet like there's fine print. Yes, money. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Wonder where that money down. goes. Um, if you actually put too much money in, say you have a denomination of coin that is too large, uh, it uh, is it is lost. But then once all of the uh, items have been purchased, wait, yes. Once all of the items have been purchased, any coinage or the amount, the the difference thereof is deposited in smaller denominations. It's very useful if you need to make a, I don't know, sending stone call. I know what's 
I would be able to explain what type of items it would have. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most of the items are uh, of fairly common quality. Um, there's a few potions, uh, a ring, and uh, scrolls as well. Also, this is all based on chance. These these strips of parchment come out randomly. Um, there is also a broom of flying somewhere in there. What do, when you say that it's random? When you wind it up, the three cranks that you use, it spits out. Gives you options. It, yes, it will. It will dispense what it has. Uh, I would guess in stock are one of those options perhaps a scroll specifically of curse removal mm, unfortunately no that would be the gods the gods it would it would and the gods have a sense of humor very well well that that is very useful and good to know it is as i now start working on the glove yep uh, let's see Meanwhile, while you're reading that, <clears throat> and I add the wind-up merchant to everyone's journal, um, Jerissa, you're you're researching. Yes. Go ahead and give me an investigation roll with advantage okay. because you have the materials at hand. Oh, it's adorable. And what specifically are you <laughs> researching? I am looking for at the moment. Uh. They're being very goal-oriented, so I'm going to say that is our biggest obstacle. Yes, the, the doppelganger's curse and how to... What we should be prepared for as they sleep and how to remove it. Okay. And I got an 18. So, with an 18... You do find some documentation on the doppelganger's curse. Uh, it's sort of like a medical journal, almost, that you find, that you discover. Um, the doppelganger's curse is how doppelgangers, not changelings, but doppelgangers are born. A person, inf a person inflicted with this curse will, over the course of several months, split off bits of themselves into copies of themselves and those copies will wither and die the copies uh, with, and with the copies go some amount of their vitality once this has happened enough times that the person afflicted with the curse dies all of the copies and their body reanimate into new doppelgangers. I see. Uh, remove curse is the easiest way to, to remove it, but the, but the curse does not... Uh, 
The curse affects uh, the individuals cursed in such a way that they cannot target themselves if they have the ability to cast that that sort of spell. Um, aside from remove curse, uh, any sort of a wish sort of feature can remove the can remove the curse, um, and also you can remove the curse by transferring it to others. If you inflict the doppelganger's curse onto someone else, you can pass it along. And how would one accomplish that? Uh, any way that you would magically, any way that you would normally magically apply a curse to somebody, you could do. Alternatively, so like curse, curse, bestow curse. Yeah, bestow curse. Uh, you could bestow the you could bestow the doppelganger's curse from yourself onto them. Uh, alternatively. You could, uh, there is a, uh, the books that you find do indicate that there is a ritual that can be performed on, uh, on another subject, willing or unwilling, uh, that requires, um, the blood of a shapeshifter, doesn't matter what kind, just the blood of a shapeshifter. How much? Uh, at least, a, <laughs> uh, at least a small vial's worth, um, it requires the blood of a shapeshifter and the um oh god what's it called uh, uh why can't i think of the thing that i'm thinking sorry uh the blood of a shapeshifter and an ounce of pressed uh uh tin like like actually like tin material right <sighs> and those cannot be replaced by a focus. Those have to be the, the things. Right. Okay. I will wait for Ithram to finish with the with the identify before distracting him and ruining the spell. Yeah, there and there, there are hints that there might be other ways to get rid of it, uh, but the author isn't aware of what they might be. And sort of the one of the footnotes says, you know, um, may be a method in the Feywild, where such okay. shapeshifters are abundant. Um, cool. Yeah. So, Ithram, you identify Eagle Rain. Yep. This is also safe. It's good to know. Uh, you or perhaps, honestly, anybody in the party could could benefit from this. Uh, after you spend the time attuning to it, uh, you'd be able to cast Find Familiar at the snap of a finger rather than as a prolonged ritual like myself. Uh, but it does take the form of an eagle. Uh, functions much the same as a normal familiar would. But if you focus for an hour, much as you would with the regular spell, you could instead summon a giant eagle. Interesting. That uh, has a much more limited span of time that it can function on this plane, about 12 hours, or until it dies if used in combat. Right. Lyman, unfortunately, uh, tapped out as far as attunement goes. All right. But it may, with somebody can certainly use that. Um, 
the the giant eagle can only be summoned once every uh, two days have passed. Nice. Two days is very useful. Um, I have some good news and some bad news. Bad news first. Uh, Your curse will eventually cause you to split off multiple copies, die, and then those copies reanimate as doppelgangers. Wonderful. Mogwai syndrome. Good news. They bud, turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Remove curse does work. As we well know, it cannot be dispelled by anybody afflicted with the curse. Um, if anybody wants to spend a has a spare wish and wants to spend that on it, that would also work. Although I would not suggest anybody curse trying it because that may not work. Um, there is a third option. Yes, that third option is transferring it to somebody else. How would one do this? It requires a ritual. The transferee does not have to be willing. Considering what we would do, we would probably not necessarily want someone that would be willing. It simply requires a small amount of shapeshifter blood. Oh dear, where will we ever find that? I'm sure we could ask Titania. True. Tanya is technically not a shapeshifter. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, no. No, nope. Okay. Nope. And an ounce of pressed tin. There may also be a solution uh, somewhere in the Feywild, but that is not necessarily clear. So. If we find somebody we just want to give this curse to, or three people. Well, we only need one person. Because if we can get to tra- this, if the curse that I still, and I hold up my hand and I look at myself, that I appear to be afflicted by. You have it, I promise. I will take your word. Uh, if it is removed from me, and transfer it to another, I can then remove it from that person that I give it to. That and is then very from true. the other. So I guess, well, well, this is remarkably convenient. <laughs> Titania is inflicted with the curse, and somebody who is literally responsible for her life is right here. We guilt the help into taking the curse on from you. You cast a bunch of remove curses, problem solved. That would work. <laughs> any any volunteer would work. I don't think we need to guilt so much anybody here. But if you want to handle that, I will let you handle that. I will look for pressed tin. 
because yes. as you've stated the the shapeshifter blood should be easy to obtain we have a source for that i mean also if you had the bestow curse spell you could just throw it at somebody ethram I did think about taking that, but I was like, I have removed curse. That should be enough for <laughs> what I want to do. I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, you're cursed for life now, buddy, because I spent it at a higher level. Also, all of you now have eagle rain in your inventory. Yes. Or, yeah, in, in your journal. So, uh, Annabella. What are you doing? Uh, you have this hmm. massive magical mansion. And this party of people I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah. <laughs> Who are really goddamn sketchy, by the way. Yeah, we just fucked off into all different rooms. <laughs> Hold that. And I'm a spy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just gonna go fucking eavesdropping on everybody. Cool. Give, give, me a <laughs> awesome. stealth, give me a stealth check. Sweet. Who are you wanting to eavesdrop on first? Um, well, hopefully it doesn't sound too metagamey for me to say the guys that are doing the research. You also have advantage on the stealth check because of your coat. Right. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's, a, that's advantage on deception checks, not stealth. Never mind. Ignore that. Okay. 21. All right. All right. Uh, Ithram and, and Drissa, what are your passive perceptions? Yeah, I have 12. 11. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a hearing check with advantage. That would be perception, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Do I need to do the second roll for posterity? Because yeah, I feel like the, I don't even the, need advantage on that. Roll the second roll. Okay, so it's 31. <laughs> so you just sort of like... Oh, you know, don't mind you me don't with even... my plus 15 to stealth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> you don't even... Well, here's the thing. Annabelle doesn't even have to go up into the library. Annabelle just goes up to the fourth floor, which is just below the entrance to the library. It sort of leans, kind of hovers there and listens. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> leans on the rail. And none of you can see this, but as Annabelle is leaning on the rail, looking down, sort of just taking in the sights, in sort of the lower periphery of your vision, you just see subtitles. As, as these subtitles are going, everything Ithram and Jerissa are saying are being captioned out in, commons for, in common for you. And... Interestingly, because of the way this magic works, the person named Jerissa, their subtitles are being captioned by someone named Sin. Welp. <laughs> yeah, you're just reading, you're just reading their conversation as it's transcribed in front of your eyes. So you get all that information too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which does conveniently include the fact that the person you are sworn to is cursed with a curse that will kill them over time. I mean, yeah, it does. Well, yes. <laughs> but I, if you notice, 
William, when I showed up, I was immediately very concerned about this curse and what we could do about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously that is a priority for me. However, these fuckers who I don't know, who apparently didn't trust me to begin with, are just happy to throw me under the fucking bus. So, I call all of that shit. I call all of that shit. Sin quietly pushes their neutral evil alignment behind their back. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that's cool. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna put a pin in that, and I'm gonna see what the there's two other party members up, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. You as you're as you're sort of hovering there, listening. And or, or reading as it is, you do see Gint come out of the door that he and Tanya had gone into, and you know that Grumman went into the kitchen, which is on the first floor, and Valdeth went into another bedroom on the first floor. Hmm. Where are you going, Gint? So Gint was sort of tangentially aware of the conversation that Ithram had had in order to get up to the library. And so because he's that guy, he's going to go into the middle column area where it's open, think up until he's about halfway between the second and third floor, and then just sit there in the middle of the air and clean his gun. So you watch this happen, Annabelle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you actually notice, um, you notice that the, the weapon that he's sort of cleaning is this very large, ornate, golden revolver that you recognize. Uh, this is a gun called the Emperor's Virtue. Um, it is a... It is a... It is a uh, signifier of position within the Tyrian military. Specifically, this is the gun that was owned by the Legion General Varnabas, uh, Varnabas Valkorian, uh, who was the head of the military of the Tyrian, the head of the Tyrian military, uh, and also died in the invasion. The the recent invasion. Yes, the one that just happened. Yep. Huh. Anyone associated with the Tyrian military would instantly recognize that gun. Yep. Sure would. Huh. Oh, y'all some sketchy bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Alright, um... <laughs> the Steelhearts make great first impressions. <laughs> to be fair, I am not a Steelheart. No, you're not. Where's Valdeth? Uh, Valdeth went into one of the bedrooms. On the first floor. Okay, so Valdeth went to sleep, okay. Um... Alright... I'm just going to hang out for now. All right. Because we got sketchy bitches in the library. We got the sketchiest bitch of them all perched on a column. 
I'm not calling this hovering in midair. <laughs> just just midair. Okay. He's just, he, he's just he ain't even perched on nothing. He just chilling. Just yeah. hanging out, just flying. Okay, okay, that's what we do. All right, that's cool. Magic people. Uh Grumman, what you making? Uh, what's the most interesting recipe in the edible book of recipes? The most interesting recipe in the edible book of recipe at the moment uh, is a um, <laughs> What's the most interesting one in there that I could at least approximate with what I have available? I guess I should clarify. Yeah. Um, I know so... I could just eat the recipe, but I would like to make yeah, enough yeah, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, there is a there's a halfling dish in the recipe. Um, that is, uh, it's, uh, it's. You don't you 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 do you read halfling? I don't think I do. And where am I going to get a halfling at this time of night? Um. Um. You don't so yeah if you don't no common dwarvish and undercommon yeah you don't read halfling so you don't know exactly what it's saying um but the subtitle basic the, the subtitle and the recipe list basically makes it feel like it's a it's it's sort of a um it's a Thanksgiving dinner on a single plate okay it's like it's this very like robust recipe that covers every potential uh need and desire of a food group on a sing in a single recipe everything you want all in one plate and it's by willy wonkfoot <laughs> right it's kind of like it's kind of like the turducken of recipes everything goes in fantastic you mean an abomination i mean it's one way to look at it all right. Um, I will. I I will start making enough of that for everybody. Mm -hmm. If I can, because it sounds like if you can if you can make all of it in one plate, then that translates well and upscales well to a casserole dish. That's true. So, uh, or a big terrine or whatever I have available. Um, so I will uh, I will unload things from the hall uh, and and start making this dinner, and I will also start making drinks to go with it. All right. So eventually, all of you that are still awake and some of you that are asleep <coughs> begin to smell the sounds of food. Smell the, smell the sounds of food. You heard what I said. <laughs> smell, the, smell the, you know, you begin to smell food and hear the sounds of cooking. And Grumman, there are, uh, surprisingly, you're getting a lot of help as you're cooking as various animals come on, uh, sort of fly, crawl, and swing through uh, to assist you in the cooking. Oh, I'm in Bellmender Disney Princess. This is the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh someday my booze will come. Uh oh, this is fantastic. Thank you all so much for the help. I won't tell the health inspector if you won't. <laughs> Camille. I was, I'm gonna go down there with him since he's he's cooking and all these bitches are sketchy. I need to <laughs> figure out what I'm gonna do about that. Alright, so you go and down to the kitchen. To, believe it or not, the fucking weird-ass dwarf is the one I trust the most in this. <laughs> you float down. That is 100% fair. Yeah. <laughs> Would also be the person I trust the most. Uh, you, you float down past Ghent. Who looks up and waves. Hmm. I shoot him a fucking look. <laughs> Do I catch that? 
Make a make an insight check again. Twenty. You don't know what you did, but somehow, over the past few hours of barely interacting with this individual, you have offended them on a religious level. Huh. <laughs> Fascinating. He'll just watch her go. Yeah. And I'm going to go to the kitchen. All right. You are in the kitchen. How are you finding this place? I like you. Oh, I appreciate that. I like you just as well. I'm I'm married. Um, I just thought I get no, that out of the way. No, oh, oh, sorry. I did. You seem nice. Nice is rare in my line of work. Well, that's a shame. What is your line of work? You're a a a bodyguard sort of thing, but for royals. So it's like uh, it's like being a bodyguard, but paid better and probably fancy titles. Sure. That's a shame that you don't meet many nice people. Have you thought of retiring and going somewhere where you do meet nice people? I'm afraid there's no retirement for me. Oh. <laughs> I've worked for royal families before here and there. I get you, benefits are terrible. <laughs> Why are you here? Oh, well, it's a short story. They're paying me. I'm a guide, you see. <laughs> oh, did you mean in the kitchen? No, oh, cause, no, no. Oh, no. sorry. Yeah. I'm glad they're paying you. Yeah. And I'm I, glad you took the money. You know, I don't think they've actually given any to me yet. I suppose it's the end of the first day out to be getting paid. Um, ah, we'll work that out tomorrow. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I'm here right now because this is the sort of thing I like to do to calm down at the end of the day. And everybody's got to eat anyway, although you wouldn't know it looking at some of them. We're going off to bed without an area supper. Hmm. Is that what you do? You take care of everyone? Well, again, right now, that's what they pay me to do. But uh, no, you know, this, honestly, it's my retirement. And he, I didn't mention earlier, but if you're familiar with dwarves, he's sort of comfortably into his second century, sort of in, mm. in, in the middle age for, for a dwarf. Uh, grew up uh, uh, cooking and brewing and uh, uh, running, uh, if I do say so myself, a fairly successful uh, first uh, tavern and then an inn and then a series of inns and then uh, uh, a series of, of rather nice places to stay and eat. But I've turned those over to my children at this point and I've gone off to see the world and find new things to eat and make and drink. And uh, that's going well here. You dig down into a city, you find things that are so old people have forgotten about them, they're new again. And he'll tap the uh, the the book of recipes. See, found this under a set of rubble today. 
already off to a great start. <laughs> now, you, let's see, if you're going to be in the kitchen, you got to have something in your hands. Um, and I will, if I may, John, I will look Annabelle up and down and try to do an insight check to figure out what uh, I, Annabelle had indicated earlier that she doesn't drink, uh, or at least didn't want drink, but at least correct. Look, uh, look Annabelle up and down and try to figure out what what sort of food they might find tasty. Is that is that pushing the check. balance? Give me an insight check with advantage because you're a cook in a kitchen with a with a recipe book. Okay. That'll do. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Camille, what, what, what would you say is Annabella's favorite meal? Hmm. Not the kind of question you expect to normally have to answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a normal D and D game. True. <laughs> I was gonna say. True. Um, Welcome to Thursdays, <laughs> right? I ask I all this. This is great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say roast duck. So yeah, Grumman, you're you're looking a little bit higher class. Than than your normal feed, not no, definitely not the definitely not the sort of hard alcohol drinker that you find in Swiggle. Uh, uh, does Annabella not drink alcohol because she doesn't want alcohol, or because she's on the job? Because she's on the job. Because she's on the job. So normally she would be, she would have a, a like a a glass of champagne or wine with dinner, but she's she's working, yeah. so it would be water. So yeah. Um, you uh, uh so so you're looking at her some sort of bird and a Shirley Temple which nice. which which is spelled S U R S U R E L Y uh because it's the it's the beverage of choice for uh, certain sects of uh religious uh temples I dig that that's good I like that is is there um is the is there any kind of bird like do I have casks of oiled poultry or anything with me that uh, I can use? You look you having scouted out this kitchen very thoroughly, there is any any sort of food that you can imagine wanting to cook, the animals bring you. Oh, fantastic. It's a little weird when the chicken brings you a plate of roast chicken, but you sort of pushed past that. No, I've seen plenty of food advertisements before. Yeah. I'm 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 familiar <laughs> with that weird shit. Um, right. All right. So he will say kind of looking you up and down stand back and say All right, here. Um give me a moment work on this. Um I think you'll find it best served with the actual food itself, but something to get you started. Uh, and he will turn and mix up something similar to a Shirley Temple, uh, but with uh, um, sort of a seltzer base, so it's bubbly. But instead of a, a, a grenadine to it, which is more of a pomegranate, it has more of a citrus finish. There's a, a, a fairly sharp, almost bitter um, notes of, of orange to it. 
but mixed with with a uh, with a simple syrup to it. So the overall taste is sweet, but with a hint of bitterness and a lot of citrus to it. I'm glad Craig is in this game, so I'm not the only one that describes food. <laughs> I swear to God, for a second there, I thought you were going to say something very much like a Shirley Temple, but with Everclear. <laughs> That will be a Roy Rogers. I'm, I'm glad Craig is in this game so that I'm not the only one who pronounces it orange. <laughs> don't make me don't make me bust out the full yeah. Baltimorean again. There you go, you, boy. You, you don't even have to roll for that. You make it just like you want it and hand it over. Yeah. That's um, great. All right. Wait. So put this in and um I think the cat brought down yeah, and and I know. Don't get me started. I've been having a conversation about washing hands and paws and everything, but I, they're magical. They're probably clean, right? Anyway, <laughs> let's just roll with it. Um, and and in addition to everything else, we'll make a duck, but with um, uh, thyme and cloves, uh, bay leaves, uh, sort of heavily peppered, um, and then with with. Um, a good dose of juniper berries in throughout in a sherry vinegar sauce over top and we'll roast it up and sort of um, almost like, like he's making a side plate of that. And we'll sort of put that to you. It says, all right, now take a little bit of that with a drink on it and tell me what you think. And while he's doing that, he also has four other pots going and various pans and things he's crushing up and grinding. He melts. She melts into a chair and just looks like she's somewhere completely else. Like, this is the most relaxed Jean her since she showed up hours ago. He he smiles very happily and looks and says, maybe not exactly what you're used to from home, but uh, I'd say Zina Mavro preparation, the, the, the trick is with the cornmeal in the cream. You wouldn't expect it, but it gives it a really nice solidity that holds it together. And uh, let me tell you, when you're eaten by the sea and the waves are rolling in and the wind picks up, you trust me, you don't want your duck to go flying off the plate again. It's flying days are done. You, Grummond, you are strange and wonderful and I have no idea what you're doing plastering with this love like I said looking for buried treasure and getting paid for it <laughs> and like I said just enjoying my retirement probably uh, roughly around this point that Valdeth has drawn into the kitchen uh, up from her sleep by the smell of food roughly around this point actually all of you no matter where you're at because three people are making this sound. Hear what can only be described as someone coming apart at the seams. As Boy. Titania, well, Gint, and huh? Ithram begin making the sounds one might make if their body was being ripped apart. And anyone who's in eyesight of one of them, in this case, uh, uh, Jerissa and Ithram, watches as they separate from themselves. One half of the body ripping away, flesh 
pulling, stretching, distending, and tearing. Blood splattering onto the floor from the rip. As this ungodly sound echoes through the tower, a doppelganger, a copy of Ghent hits the ground below where he's hovering. A copy of Titania hits the ground off to one side of the bed. And a copy of Ithram hits the ground next to Ithram. Dead? This is a corpse that has hit the ground. Uh, You notice uh, that uh, Jerissa, since you're the only one that can see, the copy looks like Ithram. Yeah. As opposed to Ithram, who looks like this other you know, right individual. Um, and wake me up. You, all three of you, lose. Uh, go ahead and uh, all three of you roll a hit dice. Oh boy, six. Now, mm. uh... hit dice plus your con. So yeah, that's that's accurate. Also six. Drummond locks eyes with Annabelle and and yeah, I'm I'm five. He drops what she drops her fork and runs off to the room where Tatania is. Drummond goes. Wait, wait, no, they haven't eaten anything that I made before. Uh, probably about this time, you hear two gunshots so, as well. All of you, all well, you you are not capable of shooting, Gent. Oh, all okay, three of you are incapacitated. Okay, which means Gent, you also to the ground next to your next to your clone, mm-hmm. uh, and you your maximum hit point is reduced by that much. Uh, so, okay, Jarissa just watches this happens with a completely blase. They're expecting this the, once it starts, essentially. Yeah. Just completely blase, waits till the one corpse falls down, grabs the other one before the, the non corpse before it hits the ground, and just starts dragging it out, like over shoulder, dragging it, carrying it out, and just, start, just yells, Annabella, we need your help. Uh, so yeah, Ithram, Titania, and Ghent, all three of you are incapacitated. You cannot move and you cannot speak. The only okay. sounds you can make are the gurgles of pain that you are currently experiencing, having been subdivided. Much like a, uh, much like you know, certain uh, uh, cutthroat real estate individuals might subdivide a packing <laughs> crate. Um, I, I, mitosis only works with single-celled individuals, <laughs> not, not multicellular. <laughs> yep, not sure fun. does. No, yep. wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. No, wasn't fun. And as as Jerissa calls for, uh, melodically calls for aid, and Annabella runs to see Titania uh, on the way, seeing Gint collapsed on the ground next to another individual that looks very different to what Gint looks like to you. Uh, that's where we're going to end for the week. Woof. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Good.